Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Berzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome in to this December 22nd edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Spencer Quinnick, Verzlini, and Colin McLaughlin back after being off the last couple days after filling in for Rob in the morning. And uh, we got two special guests in the studio. We're joined by Dylan Stevens, Musselman Appleman, baseball player committing to Shepard, and then by Cam Moore, Washington Patriots, baseball player committing to Fairmont State. Welcome to the program, guys. Thank you. Thanks for Thanks having for us. Having, thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you guys both play on the post-14 team out here for Berkeley post-14 for the Hornets, and uh, Trip came along as well today. Uh, but uh, you guys both committing to college to play baseball. Uh, we'll start with you, Dylan. What's uh, kind of your, your life in baseball been like? Um, I've been playing ever since I was like four, and it's – Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Don't get I'm staged just... right now, Dylan. Um, Spencer asked a tough question to start, man. It was a tough. Yeah, that was a tough. I mean, what's your life in baseball been like? Tough, I guess. It's been a. It's hard in baseball, like conditioning and going through all that stuff to get to the college point, the college recruiting process. All that is a tough ride. And for you, Cam. I've been playing baseball since I was four or two, and it's always been tough. So why would you guys uh, decide one for you, Dylan Shepard, and then Cam uh, Fairmont State? What led you guys to those two ultimately? Well, I like Fairmont State because they have um, they have really good coaching out there and a really good weightlifting program, and then their campus is also pretty nice too, and it's better for money with us, so... Yeah, for Shepard, I played two years of elite baseball with their coaches, and I love their coaches. And it also helps that they're like 20 minutes away from my house. So, Dylan, you mentioned that being, you know, playing at home in front of or staying relatively close to home at, with going to Shepard. Uh, how exciting are you for the opportunity to stay at home, have your family, friends be able to still come and watch you play. I love it because everybody I've talked to, they all they're all gonna come out and watch and it's gonna be so much easier to play having all the support from home. And how much did uh you know Coach Hartman really help with your uh process of recruiting along with Trip? Well, Trip was the reason I got my first offer from Salem and they came out and watched a bunch of our games. Um Wilson, they saw me from Shepherd Camp, so it wasn't really much a high school. It was mostly myself putting myself out there. And for you, Cam, it's still a pretty local school, obviously, within the state for Fairmont State, so kind of the same deal. What's it going to be like for you to still have the opportunity to have your family and friends come and watch you? It's going to be really nice, especially having support of my dad. I'd imagine that he'd come out to some of my games. I'm excited to still stay in West Virginia and everything. At what moment did uh, the two of you guys, I guess, realize in your career that you wanted to play collegiate baseball? Kind of as soon as I got to high school. I like really wanted to go the next step above and see how good I could be. Same, Same for, for you, me. Dylan? Yep. So for baseball, it's kind of like a, a unique thing. It's kind of like, I guess, basketball and AAU, but you guys in high school – you know, you could play travel baseball when you were young, but you get to the point where you, there's a Legion team in the area, and you know, you guys go to tournaments with a lot of, you know, some college coaches able to come. But I remember going down to PO a couple times, and uh, you know, seeing Coach Tobin. He he will bring around, you know, just some people that he knows that are recruiting guys. I think Fairmont State was there at one point, and uh, you know, what is it like kind of being able to play for uh, you know this post fourteen team in in Legion and throughout the you know go to tournaments throughout the state. It's really been awesome. I've gotten a lot of looks with Post 14 more than any other team. It's probably been one of my favorite teams to play for. That's definitely true. 
and then also during your high school career, obviously going up against one another, but then when it came to post getting to uh, play together. So how much has it helped, I guess, in the local area, you see guys you go up against and then within the summer get to know their game even more because you're sitting right next to them in the dugout? It's kind of crazy because we've had conversations with our team about like how we talk trash during the season and then we all play together and we all like each other. So it's still fun. And we all like each other when we play. Yeah, we're all a bunch of buddies on post fourteen, and then high school comes around, and then we all hate each other. Yes, that's a familiar kind of sentiment we got when we like during football season when we talked to Jackson Ruest and to Baden Hartman. It was like that they were friends in the summer, but then when it came mm-hmm. to football, they were they were competitors. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's pretty cool that uh, you know that trip has brought this program back, and it seems pretty flir- it's flourishing right now, and. Uh, you know, how much do you attribute your success in high school to being able to work in the summer with such a good program? I'd put a lot of it into it because, like, keeps me fresh, keeps me going. I don't, like, get all that off time and mm-hmm. stay good throughout the summer. Yeah, and throughout the summer we play a ton of good teams, so it helps with competition-wise. And it shows, too, uh, how much talent you guys have uh, – Cam, your teammate at Washington, both of you guys' teammates on post-14, Braden Stoudemire, he's also committed to Shepard. So, Dylan, I'm sure you're excited about both of you guys pitching together at the uh, next level as well. Yep. I was actually just texting him the other day because he asked me to come out and work out with him, with Sam Walls. So having those connections on the team, uh, you know, it allows you to know some guys potentially when you go and play in college and already kind of have an idea of what you're walking into. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the high school season coming up, you guys still have that season to, to play. So uh, both of your teams have a lot coming back. Uh, I guess, Dylan, I'll start with you. What are some things you're looking forward to about your senior year? I expect a lot from our team. Like, I expect to go pretty far in the playoffs. And I expect another big season for me. I'm hoping to get a lot more strikeouts and a lower ERA and all the good stuff. And Cam, for you? I'm really looking forward to this will probably be the first year that I'm the starting catcher for Washington. And we got lights this year and everything. I'm just really excited for the season. I feel like That's news good. to us. We didn't know that. You didn't know that we had lights? No. Now it's a big upgrade for you right guys. Now. That's awesome. Yeah. We'll get to go to Washington at night now. Instead of 4.30, which has always threw us off. Um, you know, f- for you going to Fairmont State, you'll join one of your former – I don't know, never necessarily know that you guys played together, but uh, Spencer DeLauter, he plays down there. Mm-hmm. Um, how cool is it – and I think a couple guys from Jefferson are there as well. How cool is it that you're going to be able to, you know, go with somebody that uh, go there and know people, considering it's not so close, but uh, you're going to get to play with people that, uh, you know, you, you knew from the community? That was always something I was stress about, stress out about with college, and really excited to have people on that team that I'll be able to know and like be friends with right off the bat. You talk with any of them to help lead to your decision for Fairmont State, just about either the campus or what it was like playing for that team. Yeah, a little bit. Talked about the coach. I've always gotten good stuff about the coach. He's a really nice guy. For you guys, too, already having this commitment out of the way, um, that kind of takes the pressure off for your senior year, and you can just kind of have fun and, uh, you know, really just focus on enjoying the game, not having to worry about necessarily how you're doing because you're worried about recruiting. So I'm sure that – how does that, I guess, help you guys heading into this year? I think it means that we will feel a lot more loose in the game and we can play our our own game and not have to worry about – the future yeah so obviously we're talking about the baseball side here for your guys's uh decisions but what what i guess academically are you guys planning to do both at shepherd and at fairmont state have you guys made that decision yet on a major career path i'm still kind of thinking about it but i was thinking about something with biology something like that i'm not too sure either yet but i'm leaning towards criminal justice all right you got time to make that decision. Exactly. Yeah, you guys have time for that. Uh, what kind of uh, – you know, we talked a little bit about it, but what are you guys looking forward to in this upcoming baseball season, your senior years in uh, for high school? It was just with kind of how competitive the EPAC was altogether last year. What what are you guys looking most forward to this, this upcoming spring? 
I'm really looking forward to catching because like this is gonna be my first year of really getting behind the dish and all that. I'm looking forward to trying to have a better hitting season. I haven't had a good hitting season in my high school career, and I really want to like implement that. So when you guys go up against one another, then obviously during the year, you being behind the plate, you pitching against him, what what do you guys kind of look at each other's game and try to figure out how to do better than the other? I've always hated going up against this guy. <laughs> Why's that? I was his first strikeout last yeah, year. Yeah, he was. Okay. <laughs> He's nasty out there. <laughs> well, you're also a really good hitter, so. <laughs> Thank you. Anything else, Scott? I was just going to ask uh, Cam about, you know, he been talking about playing catcher and yeah. not something that he's gotten to do a ton of playing in high school, but I believe that's what you're committed to do at Fairmont mm-hmm. State. So, uh, you know, with your versatility, too, you've played some outfield, uh, you can catch. How do you think that will help you at the next level? Well, I think it'll get me a lot more playing time because I'll really go anywhere that he tells me to go. And catching's my main position, but I can play the outfield, too, if he needs me to. Right. And for you, uh, Cam, you know, Trip just texted me, and I realized I remembered it now. Uh, you're going to join Connor Bailey down there. Yeah, yeah. How cool is that going to be, considering you guys played post-14 together? It's going to be awesome. I actually saw him at the gym the other day. We were talking about the weightlifting <laughs> program, all that. That's pretty cool. He's, yeah. So does he play catcher there, too? I think he's more outfield right now. Okay. But, yeah, he does play catcher, yeah. too. Because he played catcher a lot of Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's pretty cool that you're going to join somebody that you really, really know. And then mm-hmm. for you, Dylan, there's quite a few guys. Kami and Gonzalez played yeah, last summer with post-14. transferred down there, and there are quite a few guys from the area that are also there that are young. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a great experience, obviously, right? Yep. Anything else, guys? Nope, I think that's all good. Congrats, guys. Yeah, Thank congrats you. again, and uh, we'll see you during the EPAC baseball season and presuming a summer, the summer as well for uh, post-14 season. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yep. Thanks for having us. That was Cam Moore and Dylan Stevens both committing to play in college. Cam Moore going to Fairmont State, Dylan Stevens going to Shepard. That'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online to deliver to you if you don't like it. Don't take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll be joined by Trip Tobin. We'll talk about these two and uh, some other guys on the Post 14 team. We'll be back after this two minute br- break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it. No questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. It's the excitement of EPAC basketball on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Fowler, four seconds. Blackwood's corner, three, good! Taken away by Gladney. He'll run the court. He'll lay that one up and in. You got you covered all season long with over 50 games of high school boys and girls hoops. Crossover four, and it's hot. Bennett back in the face of all. Right here on your EPAC sports leader, WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. 
Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us. We're now joined on the program by manager, coach. Coach, manager, what do you like to go by? I'm just just one of the one of a couple guys who are out there uh, giving all they have each day to these young men and uh, somehow or another I became the figurehead uh, initially I just wanted to coach but uh, so get there's a lot of administration and, and things to do and um, so I'm just uh, one of many guys who help these guys so I guess you could just say coach that is administrator. <laughs> Coach Administrator Trip Tobin, also of Trips Flooring. You probably see him out there doing some jobs. Saw you a couple times in the last few weeks down the street from where Nick and I live. Yeah, I get, I get to work in the winter because I don't have to do baseball 24-7. <laughs> so I actually work in the winter. And you've seen, seen us out working. Um, but, yeah, you know, uh, the flooring business has been really good to us, and we've been blessed. And uh, so uh, if anybody needs any work done, give us a call. <laughs> Get a little plug in there. Yeah. I was about to say, you can give out the phone number and everything, whatever you want to do. But, that was uh, my headset, by the that way. That was your headset? Yeah. I've been hearing some... No, I know. I heard the ringing as well, but that was trying my to fix headset that's now completely off. You don't hear anything? No, I don't hear anything in my headset now. Is that it? Nope. Trip, do you hear anything? I hear you loud and clear. I hear myself. I mean, I can help. Oh, Are we, we go. good now? Yes. All right. Much better. So, Trip Tobin, you had the honor of coaching these two guys. Oh, yeah. Along with many others. How does it kind of feel to know that, you know, you were a little piece of them getting somewhere and helping them guide in, you know, certain situations and getting them the exposure needed to be able to do what they want to do at the next level? Well, it's certainly humbling to be able to work with these guys um, and, and, uh, and be a small part, piece of the puzzle, you know. Their portfolio is, is big. They've played baseball their whole lives, different teams, um, a lot of different uh, opportunities. And as you can see by talking to them, you know, um, they got looks from different programs they were involved with, different people. So, um, you know, po- post-14 uh, Legion Baseball was started uh, for that reason. When we first started off, we didn't have very – I don't think we had any – uh, players that came back from college so basically they were all uncommitted and they kind of uh, all got seen in, in, in different areas but uh, we're, we're one piece of the puzzle and we're, we're happy to be that piece and uh, you know we'll do everything we can to get those guys looks and get seen throughout the summer we'll make phone calls emails we have a lot of contacts Sam has a huge amount of contacts um, you know we've moved forward over the last five four or five years you know our contact list has grown but I think it's all attributed to the talent that's in the area. I mean, if we don't have the talent, it really doesn't matter if you're the best coach or the best recruiter in the world. I mean, those kids have to, you know, show up and play. So it's really attributed to, to those guys. And then the community supporting this program, allowing us to um, have a field to play on and supporting us financially in, in that ways. And then, um, you know, when, you, when you're in the baseball world, you, you have a lot of guys that you can call on if a, if a young man is interested in a certain school you know we kind of run down the pipeline until we get them connected and not only has it been this year these two guys getting Mm -hmm. to continue their uh, career collegiately there's a few others and then to cap it off even a local player that got drafted this year into the MLB yeah, I mean, you know, Legion didn't have a tremendous amount to do with uh, with that. I attribute uh, Chase's success to to uh, his hard work ethic, no, no doubt. But um, you know, still enjoyed uh, talking to him occasionally. Uh, you know, texting him here, here and there, following his progress, and using what he has done to challenge the other guys more than kind of climbing on his coattails and using it as a uh, you know a, a buoy for our program. You know, we tell our kids you know if you want to get to that level it, it's a it's a job and uh, so so we use his example um not mu- not necessarily as much as his success but his example but yeah there's a lot of kids that have come through and just you know tremendously talented and uh, and, and put this program on the map and trip uh you know you obviously we saw dylan and cam they're going to be playing college but you guys have quite a few guys uh, from this past year's team that are going to either already have committed or are in the process. So mm-hmm. uh, would you go over, I guess, who all is going where and, and what you, I guess, for the guys that you, you know, you know are seniors this next year? Uh, well, you mean that are going to school from here? Well, those two are going um, 
you know, we've talked about those two. We've got uh, Cam, uh, Jordan Camby and Landon Sifford and uh, Colin Reed are headed out January 3rd for a visit uh, up to Fairmont State and looking to get them some other looks. I believe Jordan has an offer on the table from Potomac State, and uh, so he's just kind of shopping it around a bit. Um, you know, big you know, our West Virginia uh, D2s and JUCOs are just tremendous programs. And, uh, you know, Dylan's going to have his hands full down there at Shepherd. Uh, you know, 40-some kids on the roster. And, but, you know, I had to sit down and talk with Dylan and, and said, you know, are you willing to, you know, Salem, he probably had an opportunity to come out and, and be in the rotation. And we talked, and I said, are you willing to fight down there? Because you're going to have a struggle, you know, with the transfers in, those types of things, and no guarantees. And he said, I, I, I want to fight for my position, you know. So, you know, there was a couple indicators there for him to go to Shepard, but I liked his grit there. Um, as far as uh, a couple others, um, kind of caught me off. Uh, Jackson Ruest has uh, got some looks from Bethany and spoke with him, and he's looking to uh, – him and him and um, Baden Hartman both have opportunities to uh, fancy uh, football scholarship, baseball scholarship. So they're kind of two-way guys that – can't help him much in the football area, but we can do what we can for him in baseball, make some contacts. I think Hartman would like to play at Shepherd uh, baseball, um, and Jackson's just kind of, kind of feeling his way through. Uh, I told Jackson, I think Bethany College came after him or, or offered him a visit, uh, an offer for football, and I said, well, you know, in baseball you hit, in football you get hit. So, and uh, everybody's salivating over <laughs> big, lanky lefties. So he projects really well, and I would expect he would get some offers. Um, who else do we got there? It's kind of a tough question. You guys have so many guys. Well, you know, I spoke with him. He's going January 3rd to the Fairmont yeah. State visit. And uh, he's, he's, been the, he's been to Salem, and he's been to uh, another visit, I believe. Actually, he went to Salem with, with Cam. I, th- I believe up in the, in the summer, right? In the summer after during Legion season, I think they missed part of a game. They came back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm, I have to remember that. No, JT had him up uh, for a visit. JT Sheenan and, and um, he's seen him. They they had a, a pretty good offensive game up in Morgantown a couple of games, and he came over and spoke with them, and then they invited him up for a visit, and uh, ultimately they got some offers there. But um, you know, go around the horn. We, you know, we've aged out about four kids. Um, uh, Rasm Weber's aged out. Uh, Edwards, believe it or not, aged out, even though it was his last year. Um, Gonzalez has aged out. Um, you know, I'm not sure what, what, what Riley Bubb's going to do. He ended up playing on the club team in WVU, so he didn't take the offer from UC. Ended up going up to WVU for his schooling, and um, and he played on the club team, put up some numbers there. So. Not sure what his future is there. Uh, Connors at Connors at Fairmont. Um, looking forward to see Cam catch this year. You know, uh, Ty Broughton's at Hood, so he, he's going to come back and help us catch some. And uh, you know, when I was talking to Matt about uh, about Cam, Matt Yurish, you know, I said, "Is Cam going to catch?" And he said, "Well, he's going to. He can play the outfield and he can hit. And uh, I'd like to move him into catcher. We do have a catcher this year that's that's uh, experienced, but they're looking to." Uh, you know, fill that spot, and I think Cam can, Cam can, like he said, with his hitting and his ability to play multiple positions. I hope we're going to see, you know, him on the field soon up at Fairmont. What's, what's Trevor Bohr going to do? Trevor Bohr, uh, I believe he went to Garrett for a look. I don't know. I just got that message from the other studio. Yeah, I believe <laughs> I believe he got a, he got some looks from Garrett um, Garrett College up there. He went to the JUCO. Uh, tournament. We were invited to the JUCO tournament up in October or se- late September, early October, and uh, Pot State was there, Garrett was there, and a couple other JUCOs and uh, or excuse me, yeah, JUCOs, and it was an invitation. He went up through really well. Actually, had a couple nice at bats against them, and I uh, got a call from their coach, and he went up and and had some looks there. So he's looking to further his career, and uh, you know he uh, he feels like he's a little bit behind the eight ball with the stature and. In his fastball, but um, you can look at his stats. They speak for themselves. I mean, unbelievably, he probably threw the most innings, uh, definitely threw the most inning for us, and he just misses barrels. I mean, he just isn't hard to, to figure out, you know. So he's going to make someone a good middle relief in that in that um, level, you know, that, that D2 Juco level. Anything? Anything? 
No. I was just going to say, I mean, it's <laughs> must be tough for you to, I guess, manage those guys because you have to find a way to get all of them playing time, but all of them are either equal talent or, or not too far behind the other. So, I mean, it's definitely difficult, but it's got to be kind of a fun challenge too. Well, it's a fun challenge, and one thing it does is allow, you know, when you have that pitching and you have those replaceable parts, you can put together a really nice schedule where you can play a lot of games, um, and that allows you to get those guys in with double headers and that type of thing. You know, and then also there's vacations, and guys get sore, and they need rest, and Sam does an unbelievable job of arm care. You know, the, these guys come out of the high school season, and, and, you know, they went all year long to work up to that, you know, that, that they went from the cold weather into the warmth of the summer to where their arms are really you know, ready to go and, and throw 100 pitches. But then get into the summer season, we start eliminating that again, you know, because the college coaches don't want to see that all that stress and all those pitches on the arm. But, but they're so conditioned at that point to throw long that, you know, sometimes we don't even see the best of them because 30, 50 pitches, they're just getting warmed up. You know, Dylan's a, a great example. You know, he, he really, you know, warms up as, as he gets going. And... Um, so, you know, um, just put a lot of games on the schedule, and uh, and we got a couple of catchers this year. We got some we got some uh, parts we can mix in and out. Um, Stottlemyre is going to come back as a two-way guy. You know, he's going to pitch some. He still hasn't given up on his his dream of maybe field. Um, we didn't. We've lost our our two starting middle infielders, so we have spots open there, and we're looking to replace that with. I think we're you know we're looking around and making some some moves and talking to some guys, but certainly you're going to see probably a different tandem at short and second this year. But they're going to be uh, – there, there's talents there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I feel like Legion baseball is such a, a grassroots effort uh, between, you know, the availability of all these players during the summer and, you know, just the coaching staff and bringing in coaches like Sam Wall, who's, you know, had the experience of playing baseball, mm-hmm. you know, at the professional level. What, um, you know, what kind of things does it take to do that, to, to be able to run a team and, and, you know, have a home during the summer, have a home base? Well, first off, to have a home base, you certainly have to, uh, you know, you have to, you have to work with, like we, our home base is Martinsburg High School, and uh, you know, Coach Aaron Baller over there has embraced Legion baseball, and that's a tough thing to do considering you're bringing in players from other schools and and, and working them out. But, you know, we we uh, we help them with the facilities. There's going to be more facility upgrades this year that the Legion's you know responsible for, and so. His program and his facilities, we believe, and in, in, are better off, you know, with this uh, program. I think uh, the facility itself definitely has had some, you know, huge upgrades and, and more to come. And then also, you know, you know, the ability to keep his players there and be able to see them and and know that they're all playing. I mean, ultimately, the high school coach wants to see all their their uh, core players playing somewhere in the summer. And they want to be somewhere where they can get better, get good coaching, and then you know be taken care of, and not be uh, come out of there with sore arms and things like that. All right. Well, I think that's kind of all the time we got. Do you have anything else you want to tell the audience? I just want to say it was just nice to see these two guys here be friends and then admit that you know come springtime that they're enemies. <laughs> and uh, you know they do. You watch them in the spring. We we do the games and we see the chitter, and the chatter, and in the and uh, the, the things that go on. But to see them come together and in, in the spring or the summer, um, but I'm glad that post 14 doesn't take that uh, aggressiveness out of them and, and that will and want to win. All right, Trip Tobin, our guest. Thanks for the time and thanks for bringing Dylan Stevens and Cam Morin. Best of luck to them during the EPAC seasons as well as the post 14 seasons. But that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, is family owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Aquas Way. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We'll be back for more after this two minute break. You're tuned to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. This is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces. Not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. 
Early View Medicine is pleased to introduce eight new providers at Berkeley and Jefferson Medical Centers and University Healthcare Physicians. Dr. Muneeb Malik, Nephrology, Neonatal Nurse Practitioner Antonia Montag, Dr. Janice McMillan, Endocrinology, Nurse Practitioner Kimberly Applegate, Infectious Disease, Nurse Practitioner Saba Ademe, Hospitalist. Certified nurse midwife, Brianna Lilly. Physician's assistant, Scholar Sade, Family Medicine. Dr. Kelly Ash, Family Medicine OB. WVU Medicine, growing to meet the needs of our community. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. See, I don't know which one it is. Is it Nick? Maybe. I'm all it's good. gone now. Yeah. We're all good now. Maybe we're a little up, a little too high. There we go. All right. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you. Colin, back after a few days of work in the morning shift in the show. Uh, let's uh, hit it with some EPAC basketball recap. Musselman Falls last night, 71-69 to Sharando. What was a, a really good game at the end, Colin? Oh, it was a good game the entire time it went. Back and forth. I wish I would have kept track how many ties we had, how many lead changes we had, because that was a very entertaining game of high school boys basketball last night. And eventually it was Sharando coming out with the win after being down by seven. It looked like Musselman, with the intensity it had and the energy in the court, could have uh, potentially held on to that lead and finally got its first win of the year. But Sharando was able to storm back and were the winners. Yeah, Muscle was right there last night. Uh, they had several opportunities to potentially close out that game and get the win. It felt like heading into that fourth quarter that Musselman was going to win the game. Uh, but give credit to Shrando for sticking in there and fighting. And I mean, they have some good players. I think Musselman's getting better. They'll get you know some wins here. Uh, they're just they got to learn. They got to learn how to close out games. And, and when you haven't played a whole lot of varsity basketball. Uh, sometimes that can be difficult to do because, uh, you know, you're used to at JV things being a little bit different. But yeah. in varsity, you got to find a way to close out and, and win these big games. Uh, I think Musselman is getting better. Matt Mahood, I believe, had 26 last night. Yep. Yeah, so, he went I mean, off. He was playing outstanding. He basketball. has range, too. And having a big guy that can really do a lot of different things, I think Musselman's found their kind of go-to scorer which is yeah. good to see. But they had other guys, you know, knocking down some big shots at times um, as well. So I thought it was a it was a good performance for Musselman, but just they couldn't finish down the stretch. Had an opportunity. Baton Hartman gave an excellent pass on the inbound there. And that's, that's what not, the quarterback does. Yeah, but that's not easy to do. I mean, he just came in cold off the bench essentially for that one play because he has that strong arm, obviously being a quarterback and shortstop. Uh, and – he gave them an opportunity with that pass, just that, and that shot looked good, too. Yeah, I too. thought it was going to go for a second, but then just rolled off the rim. Um, so, tough loss for Musselman, but I think they learn a lot. they got to be building confidence that they can win games. they just got to find ways to put it all together and finish. But uh, I think it was their best performance of the year, and they're getting better. So, they'll they'll eventually get to a point where you got you still got to look out for Musselman, even if they're not yeah. the team that they were last year. I just wish they had more time. That that was something that didn't make sense to me. 
at all and how there was nobody paying attention to the clock at the yeah, a few seconds end of the game. And I mentioned it on the air that when Musselman called the timeout after pulling within, what was it, one or did they tie it up before the uh, free throws, that possession? I can't remember what the exact They also had a mistake was. on the free throws, didn't they? They had a lane violation? Yeah, they got called for a lane violation on the free throw, so that's something that obviously you can and fix. he missed it. And he missed it. That was the first time that Keller Tyson missed a free throw yeah. all game, and it didn't matter because of a lane violation but that that's just a mental error on you right you, you can fix oh, yeah. that but the one that i'm mentioning is musman calls the timeout and nobody was paying attention to the clock to be able to put the time back on because after they called the timeout got the whistle blown for the timeout there were still three or four seconds that came off that clock and in a late game situation like that when it's a one possession game you miss that three, you obviously want those three seconds back to yeah. maybe oh, get yeah. a little tip in and force overtime at best. Yeah, right. And I think and that's huge. That happens at home too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, like you're you expect to have that, uh, you know, advantage. Of but it's all about fast out. fingers, really. Or just, uh, not just that. Even having you know, an official, yeah, the officials watching that. that yeah. That's the job. You got to have the time. It's something that's. One Even if they didn't get it many exactly, roles. put at least two more seconds yeah. back on the clock could have really changed things. But, look, all that stuff, I mean, you still had a lead at one point and you didn't finish with the lead. Yep. So, uh, again, I think this team will, continues to get better. They'll uh, they'll be a factor. I wouldn't rule out Musselman here to make a run. I agree. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And they look like a lot more cohesive team having four games in now compared to seeing them game one and, you know, trying to mix up the lines. I mean, I talked to Coach Basile before the game, and he said, you know, they're still trying to figure it out, but they've got a better feel of, you know, how, you know, the rotations of players going in and going out. And I think it showed last night that they were able to, you know, play a tighter game, play a more intense game, it seemed like, than game one against Greenbrier East. But also yesterday, Martinsburg fell in the final game of the Panther Classic 57-49 57-49 to Orangeburg, Wilkinson, South Carolina. That they go one and three at or one and two at the tournament. Um, they're now two and two on the season. They host the uh, Skip Fowler Memorial Classic. Uh, that is next Thursday and Friday. They'll have Light Ridge at seven thirty on uh, Thursday out of Aldi, Virginia, and then on the thirtieth at seven thirty they'll have Millbrook out of Virginia uh, as they, you know, try to close out that non-conference you know, portion of the end of the 2022 year uh, with wins and they'll play Jefferson who's in the tournament on January 3rd. And I think that's kind of going to be huge. They can see how they play. That'll be a tough matchup. It will be a tough matchup, but uh, looking at some girls scores from last night, uh, Musselman girls fellow Sharando 60 to 25 and Martinsburg girls fellow James Wood 54 33. That's kind of your EPAC basketball roundup there. Uh, let's turn our attention to uh, recruiting yesterday. We didn't get a lot to talk, a lot of time to talk about digest what uh, West Virginia did, but they bring in, I believe, fifteen guys yesterday, whether it be transfers or uh, young guys. But the big story of the day is that uh, they will not bring in direct competition for the quarterback through the transfer portal, and it'll be Garrett Green and Nico Marquial kind of battling it out. Here's head coach Neil Brown. We're going with these two guys. We got. And then Sean will come in. Garrett and Nico, I think they both showed at the end of the year. We've done the portal thing. We've done the transfer thing. We're in the mode that we're going to develop the guys we have here. And at this point in time, don't anticipate taking a, a transfer quarterback. for. Com- so I think that that's an interesting sentiment that they already put it out. They're not going to get a transfer. In, but it did fail the last time they did so. Yeah, it, it did. Unfortunately for WVU, the hype and JT Daniels just wasn't correct. Jared Daggy was a transfer as well, right? Daggy was a transfer that kind of fell through the last, I guess, true solid transfer arguably would be Will Will Greer. Greer, And even then it wasn't obviously top tier it was enough to it was pretty good be pretty solid. I mean he's an NFL quarterback. I'm not trying to discredit Will Greer. I'm just saying if the goal is national championship or but is that the conference championship neither of the two were accomplished and i don't disagree with 
the route that WVU's taking right now because obviously with the two that we could consider failures in Deggy as well as now JT Daniels, just because of the fact that unfortunately for WVU, it's kind of lost itself on the national map, I feel like. What elite quarterback is looking to play at WVU right now? Well, apparently none, because if there was an elite quarterback that wanted to come play there, then Neil Brown would open doors. <laughs> let's be honest. So, yeah, like, let's, let's it's be more real. so that he couldn't get anybody, I think, is, is the, the bigger problem. Yeah. Speaking of West Virginia, their basketball back in action tonight against Stony Brook. But so, also, West Virginia doesn't okay. have the money to spend $5 million. That's true. I mean, the climate now, were we talking about this in the car or on the air? We were talking about it on the air yesterday. It's the, the, college, the climate climate of college football it's essentially a professional sport i mean oh, college yeah. players like for instance uh jt daniels making more money in college than he probably will in the nfl because he probably doesn't go to the nfl yeah, yeah. the way that his career trajectory is kind of going on the downspin which is crazy to think this dude made more in a amateur sport then he will at the NFL level probably not even make. It's the not NFL amateur level. anymore. I the guess. way yeah, these right. deals are being made. Who is it for North Carolina? That because you just said the May, five million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Just to transfer, five million dollars. To leave North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Speaking you, of West you Virginia, can't compete though, if we, you're WVU. we got to kind of switch topics here. We got about eleven minutes left in the show. Uh WVU basketball on tap tonight, 6 p.m. tip-off. We'll have it for you at 5 p.m. pregame uh, between West Virginia and Stony Brook. Stony Brook comes in 4-8. and eight. West Virginia comes in 9-2. and two. It's the final non-conference tune-up of the season. Uh, it should look to be an easy win for the Mountaineers, Colin. I agree. I want them to be able to uh, dominate this one, and hopefully maybe next week we see them uh, finally break the top 25 because they're – Right there on the cusp, I believe, when you looked at um, yeah. vote-getting, I think it considered them 27th. Hmm. So, it's been a solid start to this season. Obviously, the Big 12 in the conference schedule that WVU has to go up against uh, might knock them down a little bit. I don't know what to expect from WVU when it comes to playing against teams like Baylor, like Kansas, like Texas this year, too. But I- I'm still optimistic on how this team can be this year yeah i mean again tonight should be an easy win but you have an opportunity to work on some of those things right before conference play that maybe you uh, still need to work on so should be an easy win though tonight and we'll see i mean been a good start to the year i think for the mountaineers for the most part so how can they compete in conference play I wish Colin's video was up just to see his face. We got breaking news. We will talk about it on the other side of the break. We wrap things up. This segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one. First, go to ParsonsFord.com. We'll be back after this two-minute break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talker to WRNR and TV 10. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Faced with an unplanned pregnancy, Abacare can help. Located at 319 South Raleigh Street in Martinsburg, Abacare Pregnancy Resource Center provides free and confidential medical services, including pregnancy testing, ultrasounds, and options education. An appointment at Abacare includes a private consultation with a nurse where you can ask her any questions to help you make an informed decision. Call 304-726-6582 or visit abbacare.org. Abacare.org. 
If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stephen Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Larry DeMarco team at Modern Realty Results believes buying a new home requires a dedicated team that cares about your needs and concerns. Our experienced team is from the area and we care about this community because it is our home as well. Whether it's a $30,000 home or a $3 million home, we will be hands-on and invested throughout the entire process. Thinking of buying or selling in West Virginia? We've got the tri-state area covered. such a bad song it's left so hand cringy. up who are we the commanders I, I say breaking it, but news jp finley of nbc sports washington posts on twitter about uh, 10 minutes ago during the last segment i sent it to you guys i wanted to that was colin's face uh that i wish we would have gotten on air ron Rivera says chase young will play versus the 49ers first action in over a year uh let's see how much he will actually play but they, they play on saturday and maybe, I don't know. But uh, the segment sponsored in part by the Marriott Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue. Colin, your thoughts? It's about time. It's been too long. I mean, they've been saying, what, four or five weeks that he's been out of the uh, IR, the PUP, whatever you want to call it. But nobody knows the true details of what his injury was last year because like we heard he said he's gonna think about it in time to talk about it there was a he was interviewed the other what, day what, what was it the first game that we expected him to potentially play was it halloween. the falcons game i think it was the eagles halloween was it the eagles well initially they said he could be back by halloween okay and then that i think one it didn't happen the then falcons. i thought it was the falcons and then he took himself out due to illness and part of me was thinking it was because he's coming back from an acl you're playing in washington a field known to have leg injuries and the weather was horrible that day so i thought maybe they just did it precautionary but then it happened for another three straight weeks make it four including a bye week in there and it was confusing because we're like if he's healthy if he's ready to go then he's ready to go why isn't he playing and that answer never came out so now that he's finally active hopefully we do get the answers that we've been waiting for to get some clarity and transparency from a franchise that does not do those two things so i'm happy obviously christmas eve just got a whole lot better because chase young will be playing for washington when they need to win two out of the three the real question is make the playoffs we see him 12 snaps he'll be he'll be on a snap count I mean, he was a difference maker last year against San Fran. That is very true. Nick, any thoughts? I mean, I don't want to leave you out. Not too much. Chase Young's a tad bit overrated. All right, there. Thursday Ooh. night football tonight. His prime numbers video. don't back him up that he's any good. Yeah. I mean, he has been out for a year. Yeah. He didn't do anything his rookie year. Seven sacks. That's average. You're hyping him up. Pretty like good for prime a rookie. JJ Watt. It's pretty average. Seven sacks for a rookie is average. Seven sacks in 16 games is not that great. It's for okay. a rookie? It's just all right. You're full of it over there. Right it, it's a rookie <laughs> hey, season. It's his and last he got day on the sacks. show. He's got to do something. There's been plenty of guys to get for this way year. more than seven sacks as a rookie. Name them. Probably J.J. Watt. Lawrence Taylor. J.J. Watt, potentially. Von Miller. Like we're, we're looking this up now. Okay, we can after the show. All right, People Jaguars. Can check me in the comments. <laughs> Jaguars Jets tonight, eight fifteen Prime Video. You can hear it on our our Westwood One's coverage begins at seven thirty. Uh, but Jets favored by two and a half. Is this going to be another one of those crappy Thursday night games, guys? 
I no. think it has potential to be all mm-hmm. right, Spencer. I think we'll be yeah. tuning in in the fourth quarter. I mean, because I Because it'll be a close I'm not game. tuning in at all because I don't care. Yeah. It's the Jaguars and the Jets and it's Thursday night. But <laughs> that being said, I think it could be a decent game because you got Trevor Lawrence who's playing better this year and uh, you know Zach Wilson's bad, so he might make it bad for the Jets. But I just think it's two young teams, two young quarterbacks. So it could be okay. I mean, Jacksonville right now is kind of trying to fight for the division. So Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I think it'll be a good one. We shall. What are you doing over there? Our clocks are off here. How off are they? Like 30 seconds off. Oh, no. All right. Fix uh, as we get ready to wrap things up on this edition of the Sports Mix, um, what Nick? Nick's gone tomorrow. He's going on uh, holiday. I'm trying to make sure we go out at the same time. I don't know how close we are in time, but Nick, uh, hope you have a Merry Christmas. You too. Colin, okay. yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to What'd you, you ask well. for for Christmas this year? Uh, Chase Young to come back and play for the fans. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Javon Curse holds too. the rookie sack record with 14 and a half. So that's double and a half more than Chase Young. I think he wanted uh, Lamar Jackson Javon to play Curse? for Christmas. No, he's not playing. 1999. Okay. The year I was born. Huh? All right. Nick, well wishes as he travels down to North Carolina tomorrow for the holidays. He'll be back when we'll be back after this break, after holiday break. We'll be back uh, next Friday the 30th for a show between the Skip Fowler Memorial Classic. But that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, shout out to uh, Dylan Stevens, Cam Moore for coming on. Dylan Stevens going to Shepherd to play baseball. Cam Moore going to Fairmont State. Shout out to Trip Tobin and Andrew Stevens for coming in as well. That'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Talk Radio WRNR Martinsburg and TV 10.